James, good morning. I trust that you are well. Welcome. Good morning. Pleasure to be with you. It's always a moment to look forward to. Indeed. Saudi Arabia draws increased criticism of its human rights record as it wins various sporting hosting rights. Indeed. Um, Saudi Arabia is is bidding and hosting multiple sporting events, including uh, the 2026 Women's Rights... uh, Sorry, Asian Women's uh, uh, Football uh, Cup as well as um, the Asian Cup and uh, the Asian Winter Games, and it's fitting for the Olympic Games as well as the 2030 uh, World Cup together with Greece and uh, and Egypt. And that's obviously attracting the attention from, from human rights groups uh, who hopefully have learned some, uh, some lessons from the experience with Qatar uh, the focus at the moment by of the human rights groups is on the women's um, uh, women's Asian Cup. Fact of the matter is that, of course, Saudi Arabia has made tremendous progress in acknowledging women's rights. They've lifted the ban on um, uh, women's driving. They've significantly enhanced uh, women's professional and social rights, and uh, they have eased on gender segregation. But nonetheless, uh, women are still bound by guardianship. And so this is a a moment at which concrete results can be achieved by leveraging uh, leveraging the fact that Saudi Arabia is hosting this event. Saudi Arabia has an interest in being seen to be enhancing women's rights. And the guardianship issue is, of course, uh, a blemish. Tension builds between Israel and the United States as Israel legalizes illegal West Bank settlements? Indeed. So Israel earlier this week, Israel, first of all, Israel differentiates, contrary to the rest of the world, between legal and illegal settlements. So legal settlements in the view of the Israeli government are settlements that it has endorsed and uh, promoted. Illegal settlements are settlements that are established by groups of uh, Israeli settlers without the permission of the Israeli government, even though the Israeli government does not step in to demolish them. Um, That Israel this week uh, has uh, legalized nine of those settlements that it considered until now illegally, and that is provoking ire in the United States. The United States, the Biden administration has so far um, uh, been fairly mild in its comments on this, even though it's made privately very clear to the Israelis that it is fundamentally opposed to this move. Uh, But it has said that it is going to calibrate its response and presumably and probably escalate its response. The illegal settlements issue comes on top of... uh, serious American concerns about uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu's uh, effort to uh, subjugate or undermine the independence of the Israeli Supreme Court. That is again going to be discussed on Monday in the Israeli parliament. And that's an even ma- seemingly an even more major issue to the Biden administration than the settlements are. The earthquake in Turkey sparks uh, a thaw in Turkish-Armenian relations? 
Indeed. So we've seen Armenia uh, sending uh, humanitarian help and uh, aid workers to eastern Turkey to help Turkey in uh, with dealing with what is a uh, awful and horrendous natural disaster, the earthquake that also hit northern Syria. And we're also seeing the Armenian foreign minister for the first time coming to uh, Turkey to visit and to also visit the uh, earthquake-affected areas. One will have to see where this leads to, but it is a little bit similar to 1999 when you had a major earthquake hitting uh, just east of Istanbul in which 17,000 people uh, uh, died. And Greece was among the first to reach out to Turkey. That led to, at the time, a thaw in Turkish-Greek relations, which are perennially strained. And uh, it actually led to Greek support for Turkish membership in the European Union, even though that's probably a long time away, if at all. And finally, then, the Iranian president, uh, his visit to China involves more motion than movement. Absolutely. So lots of people are attributing great importance to the three-day visit to China this week by the uh, Iranian President Raisi. Uh, I think, indeed, it's more motion uh, than movement. China is maintaining a balancing act between Saudi Arabia and Iran. Um, It has been willing to violate uh, U.S. sanctions against Iran with imports of oil from Iran to the degree that that does not complicate U.S.-Iranian relations. Sorry, U.S.-Chinese relations. The Chinese are not willing to take that risk. Um, It's been the Iranians who all along have tried to push a closer relationship with China, clearly after uh, uh, with with the Western sanctions against Iran, the failure to revive the uh, nuclear agreement, and, of course, closer uh, Iranian-Russian relations and support for the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Uh, Iran doesn't have a lot of places to go beyond Iran and China. And so it has been pushing, if you go back to uh, prior to when, uh, in in recent years, Iran and China signed a 25-year $400 $400, million, $400 billion cooperation agreement. Fact of the matter is that the Chinese weren't comp- commenting on it for the longest period of time. The Iranians were pushing it. The agreement was finally signed, and nothing has happened since. And nothing is likely to happen uh, as long as uh, either uh, U.S.-China relations don't deteriorate to a, play, to a point that the, Iranian, that the Chinese no longer care what the Americans think. Or um, the other factor that the Chinese need to take into account is, of course, balancing relations with Saudi Arabia. So that's why this is more motion than movement. All right, James, as always, thank you for your time. We really appreciate and enjoy your updates. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Listeners can go to www.jamesmdorsey.net to read more of James's uh, articles.